Oh, you found us on a Thursday evening. Welcome to Caching in the Northwest. This is the only podcast from the birthplace of geocaching in the great Pacific Northwest. Each week, we're going to talk about caches and cachers from here, caches and cachers from here and all around the globe. And I'm going to finally get my words right for once. So while you're busy returning the footed bunny pajamas from Aunt Clara, we'll be caching in the Northwest. Well, and that means it's time to bring in our mountaineering mandrill. Some say he jogs to the top of Mount Rainier just to warm up. Others say that isn't a truck backing up. We're censoring him. All we know is he's called Land Monkey. Hey, guys. Great to be back on the pod with you. Having a wonderful Christmas time and just great to be here with my friends and uh, and a couple of new friends that we have. It's uh, Marion Allegra from the Olympic, uh, was it Olympic Peninsula Geo? No, Olympic Peninsula Tourism. Correct Commission. me. <laughs> Tourism Commission. Tourism Commission. There you, there you go. So welcome to the show, Marion Allegra. Thank you. Thank you so much. We're excited to be here. I'm Mary and I'm Iho Murray as my caching name. And it's in honor of Murray, my cat who died. Oh, <laughs> well, we're happy you're a cashier. We're sorry you lost your cat. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, have, I have new cats. Okay. <laughs> there you go. And my name is Allegra and I am caching name Mrs. Peanut Butter. It's an homage to a television show that I won't get into on this. <laughs> fantastic all right well also a quick reminder that we appreciate the support of our patrons who help to keep this podcast coming each and every week if you want to know more about supporting this show click that patreon link over there somewhere on the cachingnw.com website and another thing we like we like great geocaching logs so whether you wrote it or whether you read it we want to hear about it because great logs simply makes geocaching better you can send us an email like one NASCAR nut did a little while ago. You can send that to feedback at cachingnw.com. You know what? You can call into 253-693-TFTC or use the voicemail tool right there on the website and show us how you glow. You know, you know what? Before I, sorry, no, you're, you're just getting ready to cold read that glow there. <gasps> please do. Before you do, I got to say, uh, Chris, I know you've been really busy tonight. I don't know if you noticed, but we had a glow come in today hot off the presses uh watcher of the show who's probably watching us right now uh three hams in a row he sent a glow from his snowshoeing adventure today and uh it dropped in hot so you probably haven't had a chance to look at it yet but we'll use that in a in a upcoming show very soon thank you uh three hams for sending us a glow we need your glows because yeah you know we read a glow every week and that means we need somebody to send us a glow every week so that mm-hmm. we can keep that glow bucket full is that name that may not be the right term i'm looking for <laughs> i kind of like that term though i gotta say the glow file it is now the official term the glow like worm glow the glow bucket okay <laughs> help us fill our glow bucket you know mm. what if you have a smartphone sorry wits end i know you want to read this yeah i, I can't i can keep hearing him. <gasps> he's taking <gasps> breaths ready to read this but we're cutting him off if you have a smartphone you can record your glow right there into your smartphone, into the recording app. Then email us that file, feedback at cachingnw.com. Yeah. And the best part of that is that we get to hear your voice and not mine. Read the glow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the, the glow this week is timely <laughs> because here we are at the end of the year. We're coming up on New Year's next week. Next time we get together on Thursday night, it'll be 2019. And as geocaching often does, there's souvenirs coming for New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. This one harkens back to, it looks like a year ago, when they did the same kind of souvenirs. As Chris said, this is from one NASCAR nut who found Elk Run Farm, that's GC7A9D8. And the glow reads, on our way to the ringing in 2018 event in Covington, we stopped to give this a try. Last time here, a couple months ago, we didn't have a battery with us, but we came prepared this time. We got the box open only to find another layer to go through. After working on it for about 10 minutes, we were running short on time and decided to get on to the event. We figured the cash owner would be there and we could ask for prompts. He was kind enough, kind enough to give us a nudge. 
So after the event, we returned. We thought we had the right combo, but that didn't work. A quick text to the cash owner for help, but while I was doing that, KDK tried another combination that gave us the green light. Thanks, Bounce Bounce, for another fun gadget. Oh, there's a neighborhood trail to the south that safely gets you to ground zero, so you don't have to walk across the construction zone. Happy New Year. Nice. <laughs> so, A great Bounce Bounce gadget cash. We Aren't love all Bounce Bounce gadgets <laughs> amazing? <laughs> yeah. I have yet to see a not great Bounce Bounce cash. Yes. So. There you go. So I had to... I had to Google Covington, Washington, while you guys were talking, because I had no idea where it was. So it's uh, just outside of Kent, is what correct? It? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So there you go. Kind of between here and Seattle, but a little bit east. I was, I was, whoops! I was kind of hoping it was going to be on the Olympic Peninsula, but yeah. that would have been appropriate. <laughs> I, I looked. I didn't see one from there, but it, you know, I didn't see a, a city named in one of the glows. Yeah. Uh, you know, but as I'm, I as I was sorting through the official glow bucket, hmm. I'm sure though that there are some fantastic glows that have been written for caches out there. So if you're out there and you know of one, send it in. That's How your would homework. they do that? <laughs> well, ideally they'd go to the cachingnw.com website and record it in their very own voice using the voicemail tool. But they could also email feedback at cachingnw.com or give us a call, 253693TFTC. Oh, he's good. I put him on the spot and he comes through every time. He does. He's the man. <laughs> All right, so why don't we segue into, we don't have any news tonight, so we'll segue right into the main topic of the show. Well, let's just jump into that Olympic Peninsula, because I know there's great logs for great caches out there. And tonight, we've got the Olympic Peninsula Geo Tour to talk about with our guests. So, welcome. We're glad you're here. Thank Thank you. you. We are glad to be here. (laughs) Nice. Now, before we get into the juicy details of this Geo Tour, and all the incredible and awesome things to see and do around the Olympic Peninsula, including the quietest spot on earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, could you share a little bit about yourselves beyond what you just did? Maybe what your roles are with the uh, OP tourism? Yeah, absolutely. I uh, personally started here at the Tourism Commission in 2016. Um, so I'm going on about two and a half years now. I'm the office manager and administrative assistant. And so I um, make sure that the office is running as it should, prepare for meetings, um, obviously run the geo tour with Mary here and um, just make sure that everything's running efficiently. And I absolutely love it. It's been a wonderful job. I work with some really wonderful people. And I've been here for a little over 10 years. Um, I was the, the one who started the 2016 geo tour. And then the 2018 Geo Tour, Allegra took over for that. And um, I'm the communications manager. So I have a really horrible job. I work a lot with travel riders. And so if they need to go kayaking or snowshoeing or, you know, some other lovely outdoor activity, I'm usually the one who gets to um, accompany them out of the office. What a rough Um, job. Isn't it terrible? Such a bummer. Yeah. It's, so glad it's, you uh, take one for the team there. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime. Yeah. It's a great job. I love to write, so I get to do that and couldn't ask for anything better. Work with great people. Our community is really supportive. We do a lot for the entire peninsula. The Tourism Commission, our partners all the way from Mason County in the south, which is Shelton, down mm-hmm. that direction, all the way around the northern part of the peninsula down to Lake Quinault on the ocean ocean area. So we have a lot of fabulous partners to work with, and they all support the geo tours and uh, geocaching here. So, yeah, it's a tough job, and and a tough job to to promote geocaching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are officially jealous. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Speaking well, of, I love ahead, I love geocaching because it's you know it's multi generational. You're outside. Kids can play with their gizmos and and play with parents or grandparents or aunts and uncles or anything. So, yeah, it's my heart. That's fantastic. Now, uh, Mary and Allegra, when you introduced yourselves off the start of the podcast, you shared your geocaching names, and Mary, you're just talking about how you love geocaching and the involvement. So, how do each of you maybe share how you learned about geocaching? 
I had gone to a destination marketing tech conference 10 years ago, and um, Jen was there, Seva was there talking about geocaching. And I thought, what better way to get people to the Olympic Peninsula? Because we've got so many, such variety of things here that this would be a great way to promote our area and have people come and experience what we've got. So that's that was my initiation into it. Took us took a little while. We were actually supposed to be, I think, the seventh geo tour, but it took us a little while to get all of our partners, because we are a large group, educated and on board to do this. And then once that happened, there we go. And I learned about geocaching through this job. I had no idea what geocaching was. Uh, I was an avid Pokemon Go player when I started working here. And what I found, I know, but what I found is that geocaching is so much better, so much millions of times better because you actually find real life treasure. And that's yeah. amazing. I mean, it's a real life scavenger hunt. And so I've um, been taken under Mary's wing and <laughs> just taught me all she knows. And uh, it's been a blast. It's been a really good time. Yeah. And the other thing is geocachers are so giving of mm -hmm. everything. If we have something muggled, people are, you know, can we come by and pick up the cache and put it where it's supposed to be? And just, I mean, they're, they're great people all the way around and, and support our game and sport or whatever we want to call it, our passion. Um, so definitely the people, people who cache are another big part of it. We get people coming in the office for their coins, of course, from mm -hmm. their passports. And what a blast that is, because mm -hmm. they tell us about their favorite places and their families, and we love it. Well, geocaches are, are a great group. Every time I go out, I meet great people. But of course, yeah. the best geocachers are the ones that listen to Caching in the Northwest around Thursday nights. Of course. Oh, of course. Now, you mentioned that Miss Jen was the one that introduced you to geocaching. She was actually on the show just last week talking about geotours. So you want to, after we're done, go back to the last week's show and hear all about that. Excellent. So, Definitely. So she introduced you to geocaching and you got out in the trails. What inspired you to create a geotour? Well, we're such a large territory on the Olympic Peninsula that oh i want one of those um, <laughs> um it, it's it's a way to bring someone here to see more than just going to olympic National park because you know people that's that's our big thing in our backyard which is fabulous but there's so much more here and i thought that that would be a good way to get people to experience our local communities and a lot of the other activities that are around because nobody, no, we, we're in Clallam County and I don't think anybody would Google, let's go to Clallam County. They might Google, let's go to Forks because of Twilight. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and that is still going on big time, by the way. Um, but geocaching, that's a whole, that's a whole different um, market segment that is easy to get to. And um, we'll go, you know, is there a cache? We'll go there. I've so, done some great camping in Clallam County, by the way. So yes, we do. Great. It's beautiful up there. I love it. Yeah, and but we've had a lot of people come from around the world to come and do this. So we, it's been really good for tourism here of having people come. Fantastic, and I really enjoyed the time that I had come down there, and I heard about the Olympic Peninsula. I researched into it as a place to camp and travel and see some of the cool sites. But uh, it, it, honestly, in the end, it was the geotour that drew me down there to finally start to explore it. But having finished the geotour, both phases of it, I am planning to come back and explore much more of the amazing sites. And that leads me to my question, which is, of all the amazing places there are on the Olympic Peninsula, and now that I've been down there a few times, I realize there's many more than there are geocaches placed for the geotour. How did you select the locations that you ended up choosing? for the geotour caches? What were your criteria? Well, I think what's wonderful is that the Tourism Commission, like Mary mentioned, is made up of partners from Mason County all the way down to the Quinault area. And so it was really wonderful to be able to come to these partners and say, 
hey, here's a chance to showcase some amazing locations and a lot of, you know, lesser known places. You look around your area, tell us what you think you'd really like to have, you know, focused on and have people stop by. And so it was a big brainstorming project with all of these partners. And it's great because the people that work in Jefferson County are really passionate about Jefferson County. And the people in, you know, Grays Harbor and Mason, everybody's so passionate about their areas. So it really gave people um, a chance to say, hey, here are some hidden gems from my location. These are places that I want people to visit. Let's use this as a way to promote them. Um, so that really helped us to kind of decide these locations was kind of this big brainstorming effort, I think, yeah. Um, yeah. personally. And, you know, we wanted to have places that either had a story mm -hmm. or were a fabulous view or had some other reason to take people there. So, Fantastic. yeah. That's interesting. I haven't, I haven't heard that approach before that you guys were the organizers per se and brought the representatives from the different areas in to say, okay, here's sort of the criteria. Here's what people are going to expect. So I guess you explained what a geo tour is and I, did you have to explain what geocaching is as well to these folks? Well, we have every fall a an Olympic Peninsula Tourism Summit, okay. of which Jen, our, our best friend in geocaching, came one year as a vendor and as a speaker. And so we, that was when we were planting the seeds about, you know, what is geocaching? And she hit a couple of things on the property at the hotel where we were, um, where we were having the event. And so actually go and you know fake find some geo caches so we got the people to drink the kool-aid early on <laughs> and um went from there nice now yeah how many geocachers would you estimate have experienced this wide-ranging geo tour so phase one launched in, um, you know, September 2016 and phase two, as you guys know, just launched last month, which is very exciting and combined for both of those tours over the last two years, we've had around 200 people um, that have come and participated in this tour, which has just been excellent. Yeah. Oh, cool. That, that is cool. And I have to, this, I'm going to use this as the opportunity to show off my shiny geo coin. So hey. <laughs> The, the phase two, I, I earned this awesome geocoin. And I just love the logo with the with the little mini bus speeding mm -hmm. along with the surfboard on top, <clears throat> heading out and going, hey, we're road tripping, which is That's right. my favorite things to do. So, And as I yeah. shared I shared with Land Monkey uh, early before the show started, I used to own an orange Volkswagen bus. Oh, awesome. So. Yeah. Well, I had a lime green one with a chartreuse roof. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Give anything to have that back. Yeah, <laughs> that was easy to find in the parking lot, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah there was always a note on my windshield. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, last week we went up to Victoria for our Caching in the Northwest Christmas event, and mm -hmm. we went out of Port Angeles. So we were in the uh, Olympic Peninsula, and in fact, uh, I know MC three cats who went up with us was able to do some of the tour at that time. He got some of the Northern part of the tour done. So, you know, just, it's a great time to be out there. I mean, it's, it's, it's such beautiful country and it gets you to the most yeah. Northwest spot in the, in the, yep. um, continental United States. Mm -hmm. That's right. Out of Cape Flattery. Mm -hmm. There you go. Nia Bay that the beach boys sing about. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nia Bay. It's mentioned in the uh, Beach Boys Surfing USA song. Is it really? Yeah. Really? There Never you. picked up on that. That's awesome. <laughs> Can you sing it a little bit for uh, us? No, you do not want me to sing. <laughs> please, please don't encourage him to sing. <laughs> we tried that last week and it just. I tried to tell you, you do not want me to sing. My choir director pays me to stay out of the choir. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, oh. Allegra and Mary, I have another question for you guys. Uh, now, of course, you get logs on the caches that come in. I would assume you read through some of them. Yeah, just, most of them. Most of them. There's got to be so many. And, uh, you know, I've I know. tons of favorite points for your geo tour, which is great. Now, for you guys, what have maybe been some of your favorite comments or feedbacks or, or logs that you've seen come out of that geo tour? 
Um, I think one of the threads that's been consistent through the first geo tour and this one and on many of the different um, cash pages was we didn't realize we were coming here to geocache, but we didn't realize how much more there was here. And I mean, we've got I'm a hundreds of geocaches other than the geo tour on mm. the peninsula. And the last time I counted, there were over 250. I kind of lost track counting the little dots. <laughs> so there's a lot to do, a lot of, lot of caching to do on the peninsula that um, other than the geo tour. And then there's the national park and everything that comes along with that. And being on a peninsula, which is surrounded by water on three sides, we have a lot of water activity. So lots of things. And, and, um, So many beautiful. One of the one of the quotes that I pulled was: "We started our trip to Geo Coin Fest in Seattle with the um, Olympic Peninsula Geo Tour. Wow, what a spectacular, what a special tour! I so many beautiful places and need to come back again and spend a couple of weeks here. So nice. heard a lot. That's fantastic. Yeah, like yeah. I was saying myself. I mean, I. I had heard about it. I'd seen lots of photos. I thought, oh, that's a really neat place. I should check it out sometime. And the thing is, is that it's not really that out of the way, but it feels like it should be. And, and when yeah. you're out there, you do feel like it's a different part of the world. It, there's just something a little more laid back. It's kind of like being on Vancouver Island. For me, it has that sort of feel. It's just, you know, it's a little slower pace out here. We're not going <laughs> to... <Yeah. laughs> We talk about being on peninsula time a lot. There you go. Don't expect a meeting to start on time. You know, (laughs) don't expect anyone to be going 85 miles an hour. It's, you know, this is a place to relax and unwind, which we love. Which is have to, you have to be wanting to come here on purpose. You don't just like sort of drive by or drive through. It's a a purposeful road trip to get Mm -hmm. here. It's not on the way somewhere. No, this is the way. (laughs) Yeah. So Chris just said that uh, this is a great time to go up and do the geo tour. And really, when isn't a great time to go geocaching? But are there maybe better times of the year? What What's your favorite time of the year to recommend to have people come up and, and do the geo tour or experience the I peninsula? Always, I always like to recommend that people come in the spring or the fall. Um, you know, any time of year is a great time of year on the Olympic Peninsula. But um, summer, you know, there's understandably it's gorgeous here in the summer and so we get a lot of people and all the hotels are booked solid all month or no all summer long um so it's nice in the spring and fall to kind of have a little bit fewer people in the area you know especially when you're trying to cash and you know um you don't want things getting you don't want any muggles pesking muggles running around or anything so those pesky muggles (laughs) so Uh, are also really temperate times of year. You don't get, you know, really intense heat and humidity like you can get in August sometimes or, you know, potential snow in December, that sort of thing. So fall and spring, I always say, are the best times to come here. Yeah. I mean, we don't get snow down um, in the lowlands very often here. And that's, we didn't put any geocaches at higher elevations because we figured that wouldn't be very much fun because then you just follow the footsteps to go find the cache and, you know, that's no fun. So we did keep things mostly um, at low levels and we don't get snow here very often in the winter. So if you're wanting to do some caching and do some, you know, storm watching along the coast, that's a great time. to come. Yeah. Fantastic. Now you've mentioned some of the unique locations and uh, the GeoTour does absolutely. We'll talk about it some more for sure through the rest of this interview, but uh, the GeoTour certainly covers a huge and amazing area. Uh, you mentioned that the caches were kept at lower, lower elevations and I hadn't really, it hadn't clued into me that that it was a fact I had noticed some things like, Oh, why wasn't there one up on hurricane Ridge and things like that. But that makes sense now that you've explained the why. Um, so <laughs> the road to hurricane Ridge gets closed often. Oh, yeah. It's called hurricane Ridge for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you come here for a weekend and the road's closed too bad. Ah, there you go. So yeah, and that's one of the ways that you make sure that the GeoTour is accessible year-round, which is great. Thank right. you as well. Um, one of the questions, it's actually come up in the chat as well, one of our live viewers has asked, mm-hmm. is how much time should a geocacher plan 
uh, to dedicate to completing the whole GeoTour if they're coming out to give it a go? Well, I have another quote, another okay. log. And this one says, they still had four to go, so we'll have to come back. If we started before 1 p.m. on Tuesdays, we would have made it to all of them. So two full days are needed, more if you want to visit Olympic National Park and see other things or pick up extra caches. So two days minimum, um, three to five, if you really kind of want to experience everything and find other caches. So I, I would say two days is pretty aggressive. Um, pretty yeah. aggressive. We, uh, gosh, when we did it, we did the first phase in two days, and I think we took three days to do the second phase when we came back and redid a similar path. And, and yeah, it's actually that brings up another question. I think there's another one from the chat is, uh, or it's not directly asked, but I'm curious now with the, the two phases, do you have to complete both of them to earn the coin? Are there two? Do you, can you just do the first phase and then the second? How, how does that work now with the two phases? So um, with the two phases, we do have two different coins. Um, we still have coins from the first tour. We get that question a lot. So uh, we're putting it out in the universe that we do have lots of coins still. So please come do phase one. But we do have, you know, as you showed, um, our fancy new coin for the second phase. So uh, yeah, they're, you know, they're connected. They're both part of the Peninsula Geo Tour, but we do have separate coins that we give for each phase that you complete. Awesome. Thank you guys very much for that. Nice. And, and it looks like you could, you know, uh, two days, I, I agree is pretty aggressive. Um, but you know, we get in the, in the summer, we get some really long days. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Right now we get a lot of night. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but it looks like the two, uh, phases of the geo tour overlap a bit. You could get them mm -hmm. both in one trip around the peninsula. Uh, yeah, definitely could. Since it's going to require overnight stay or stays, uh, what options as far as camping, hotels, maybe bed and breakfast uh, are there for staying overnight? And are there any discounts for all the welcome geocachers? Do they still have one? I don't know. I'm not sure. I know the um, in at Port Ludlow. In at Port Ludlow Resort, Resort at Port Ludlow Resort at Port Ludlow had a um, special geocaching offer at one point. I don't know if they still do. Um, on our webs on our website, OlympicPeninsula.org, there's an icon. Oops, there's an icon on the um, homepage of our planner that can get downloaded. And there's a list of all the campgrounds and hotels, motels, bed and breakfasts, anyone who pays lodging tax <laughs> pretty mm -hmm. much is in there. Um, uh, the GeoTour is lodging tax supported, so that's why we're in that. Um, so if they wanted to, somebody wanted to look in that olympicpeninsula.org and look in the travel planner, or they could call our office, which is 360 or five two eight five five two, and we can send them a travel planner um, directly to them. And our new one should be out sometime in March twenty nineteen. March twenty. So the new one will be out in March. So right. um, yeah, there's there's tons of different you know depending on whether you want to camp or um, stay in a hotel or Airbnb or that sort of thing. We've got we've got pretty much everything. Uh, any type of lodging you can think of out here. So yep. pretty fortunate in that way. Nice. Can you guys throw that website by me again? Or the phone number? Yeah, it's um, olympicpeninsula.org. Okay. And phone number is 360-452-8552. Got it. And you could ask either of us. We're here Monday through Friday. <laughs> Great. Okay, so... <clears throat> maybe I'm a geocacher listening to this and I think I need to go do this Olympic Peninsula Geo Tour. I can't wait. I'm going to head up there right away and do this. As I'm preparing for my trip, are there any special tools, maybe some special equipment, something that I need to bring along? Do I need to bring, I don't know, uh, special extra reaching tools or magnets or maybe a boat? Are there water-based caches or anything? I need special 
climbing gear to do or uh, tell me what I need to bring along to do this? I think the part of our goal was with this tour was, um, you know, not to make it easy by any means, but we wanted to make sure that our caches were accessible for as many people as possible. Um, Family friendly caches, um, you know, caches that everybody can come and experience. So we don't have any caches where you need to hang off the side of a cliff to go get them or anything like that. Um, You know, most of them are in ammo cans. Yeah. So um, pretty decent size, you know, and we're replacing some of them with smaller lock and locks as they've been muggled. <laughs> yeah. so we thought we could hide behind the littler ones maybe better and they won't go walk sure. back easily. So, but other than that, you know, I always have my leather gloves, a stick and a garbage bag and my GPS. But mm-hmm. those are my four go-tos and you wouldn't need anything okay. other. I usually bring Chris with me and send him through the blackberries. But <laughs> perfect. You know, I'm convinced if somebody took a, a geocaching container, threw it into the field of blackberry vines, I'd go in there to find it. <laughs> <laughs> Commitment. <laughs> You're a geocaching tool? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> if there's an easy way into the cache, he won't take it. He'll I'll find f- it on the way I'll out. I'll find it on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Wits end. You're Chris. not supposed to be mentioning that on the podcast. Thank you. Very oh, much. sorry. Okay. Chris, did you want to take the next one? Yeah. I would love to. <laughs> um, so since this is a multi-day trip, and often is the case, it's sad but true. There's a geocacher who has a, a friend or a significant ever who doesn't necessarily geocache. What? I know. Yeah, what's wrong with Crazy. <laughs> Is there things for the, the, the non-geocacher to do there in the peninsula along the trip? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, this there's nothing you can't do out here on the peninsula. Huge range of activities. I mean, um, and it changes depending on what time of year you're here. Um, we've got wine tours, we've got local theater, we have live music almost any day of the week, depending on where you are out here. Um, so lots of live shows. It, it's especially conducive, I'd say, to people that enjoy being outdoors. So, you know, whether you're geocacher or not, if you like taking in a beautiful view, we've got a multitude. Yeah. <laughs> Photography, mm-hmm. birding, um, kayaks, um, mushroom hunting. Mushroom hunting slam digging at, all kinds of at the moment port angeles has a portable ice skating rink through the holidays so there's there's you know, it's really a lot about local community there's lots of events in each one of these communities and if you haven't been to joyce blackberry days yes or fun days in uh Clallam bay you're missing something True. i mean these are as local of an activity as you can find, we have the big things like Crab Fest and Lavender Weekend and Twilight Festival, Twilight in Festival in Fort, Wooden Boat Festival in Port Townsend. Mm. I mean, there's there's big events, but then there's also a lot of really fun local things to do: wine tasting, cider tasting, farm tours. Um, we try to make sure that our events calendar is as up-to-date as possible on our website. So that's another thing that you can find if you log into olympicpeninsula.org. Um, full list of different events and links on where to find more information about those. Because there's just so much information. There's so much going on here. There's, you'll never have a dull moment if you come out here, whether you're a cashier or not. There's still time to get in on the polar bear plunge on the first of the year. Mm. I have not been in Lake Crescent yet this year. Ooh. It's refreshing. How many years? So I still have how many days to get myself in the lake? Uh, five. You're fine. Five. Five. It's a beautiful time of year to go swimming. I think I'll pass on that one. I wouldn't call it swimming. (laughs) No, it's submersion, then a lot of running. (laughs) Exactly. To a nice warm cocktail in the lodge. Exactly. Um. Allegra and Mary, you guys mentioned uh, as you were going through the huge list of things, uh, lavender. And I noticed going through the the areas, especially along the north part of the peninsula, so many lavender farms. It just seems mm-hmm. like a huge thing going on there. And uh, MC3Cats in the chat asked, uh, when is the lavender festival? 
The Lavender Festival is uh, typically the third weekend in uh, July. Okay, there you go. That falls the 19th through the 21st this upcoming year, I believe. Um, So that's like, that's the Lavender Festival, prime lavender time. It's an excellent, excellent event. Um, I highly recommend that anyone who hasn't been to the Lavender Festival, definitely check it out. You will not be disappointed. Make your reservations now. Yes, Ooh, now. Good point. Good to know. One of the geotour caches is right at a lavender farm, right? That's I yep. see all that. It is. There you go. So very cool. Um, one thing I would advise is try to time it when they aren't having a huge bike race because we ran into that during the... <laughs> uh, the Tour de Lavender. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Tour de Lavender. Oh, great name. That Yeah. Uh, just made for a little slow driving, but that's okay. Um, anyway, you <laughs> did enjoy, really fast out here anyway. enjoy the view more. That's yes. The view exactly. of the bike riders butts. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're not supposed to be looking at that part and we can't say that on the podcast. Can't help it. <laughs> um, while folks are out there, uh, enjoying the geo tour, maybe not looking at people's butts, uh, enjoying the geo tour, having a lot of fun doing this amazing geo tour. Is there anything in particular that you guys as the organizers of the GeoTour would like to make sure that folks are doing, like sharing photos uh, with a specific hashtag or maybe posting comments to a Facebook page or anything like that? Is there anything you would encourage folks to uh, geocachers to be doing? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we always encourage anyone to follow us on uh, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. So Facebook, obviously, we are the Olympic Peninsula page, and we do have an Olympic Peninsula GeoTour page on Facebook. You can follow both of those um, for fun updates and photos and everything. We love to have you post experiences or photos um, to our Olympic Peninsula page. Uh, on Instagram, you can follow us. We are at Visit Peninsula. And we always love um, our Instagram feed uh, feeds into our website. I mean, for our personal photos, but we love to be able to share people's experiences and stuff too. So we always encourage people to follow us and um, post. And the hashtag that we like people to use is hashtag Olympic Peninsula. So if you use hashtag Olympic Peninsula, anytime you're out here or talking about our area, we're going to see that. And so we really encourage that. Um, And on Twitter at visit Olympics is our handle. So All of those different um, sites are great. We'd love to have you follow us and definitely using that hashtag Olympic Peninsula um, mm-hmm. would be really excellent. Yep. Even putting photos on your cash on the cash pages is great. Yeah, absolutely. We love seeing what people are doing. Great. Now you mentioned a website and a phone number earlier, but now that we're talking about social media, if geocachers want to learn more or get in touch with you via social media, is there any other, are there any other handles or accounts that they should be looking for? I think that pretty much covered it. Um, okay. On our website, we do have links to our Twitter and Facebook and Instagram pages. And so if you're not sure quite how to follow us, again, just go to olympicpeninsula.org and we've got all of that laid out. Um, really easy for you to find us and um, follow us. Great. Yep. Nice. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us this evening. We have had great uh, action in the chat room. And it's just lovely to talk to you about the Olympic Peninsula. I'm going to get back out there and find some of those caches. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, let us know when you come. We'd love oh. to show you around. I'd love it. That'd be well, great. Oh, we can get out of the office and go kayaking with you. Exactly. Ooh. <laughs> Best now, part of our job. Now you're talking my language. <laughs> Let's do that on the first. Oh, okay. I'm of in. July. Of, no, January. I'm in. <laughs> No, of July. <laughs> hey, happy birthday. Okay, maybe maybe July. Yeah. That would be great. Awesome. Again, thank any you, other, ladies. Oh, go any ahead. other questions? Um, I don't see any in the chat at the moment. But yeah, so a reminder though, that for those who are listening live, if you want to uh, you know, our sounds like our guests are gonna hang around for the after show. So if you still have questions, make sure you throw them in there. And if you are listening to this recorded and you have questions, well, you just heard the social media information for Olympic geotourism. So make sure you send it over to those those guys. They will be happy to answer your questions, I'm sure. You bet. Absolutely. Great. Well, listeners, we want to thank you for taking your time to listen tonight. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. I mean, I sure did. I want to get out to the Olympic Peninsula. I just, I want to go now, but 
<laughs> it's not practical with all the people coming over to my house tomorrow. Well, maybe that's a better reason to go. Mm. No, I, I can't do that. Uh, next week, you know, next week is the first week of 2019. Sure wow. Is. Yeah, crazy. I know. We're talking with WSGA. We're going to do a winter update Ooh. with them. Good. That's the Washington State Geocaching Association. If you're not the, uh, if you're not uh, fluent in acronyms, uh, and then after that, guess what? Another geo tour. We're talking about. We're talking with uh, Gold Country Geo Tour. Fabulous geo tour up north. Great, great geo tour up there. Following that, we'll be talking with Sandra from Adventure Smart, and then uh, the end of we'll wrap up January with this is Cash Tour No. There's one I don't know. With T.W. Lair. Is that right? Yep. Is that how you say it? Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So Cash Tour, if uh, folks aren't familiar with that, uh, cashtour.no is actually a um, geocaching online app for planning out your geocache road trips. Mm -hmm. so, okay. I so, always think it's it's a little Italian. Cash Tour, no. I should, I should know that. <laughs> <laughs> not cash Torino. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we'll have TW Lair on the show to talk about uh, cashtour.no and uh, give you guys some inside scoop on that. So if you're thinking about doing the uh, Olympic Peninsula Geo Tour, it's a great tool to help you plot yeah. your route through the you, Geo Tour. You drop those caches yeah. in there and it's going to come up with the most efficient route for you and tell right. you, you know, days and hours and such. So it's it's really fabulous. I'm looking forward to that. All right. Oh, you know what? Before we wrap up the show, we do have one more question from the live chat that I saw pop in here. Um, there's a question that says, are there any geocaches near the Soul Duck area? I'm pr probably pronouncing that wrong, but. Well, so the Soul Duck area is in the National Park, so we don't have any of uh, the Soul Duck Road, but there are some along Highway 1. There's one along Highway 101 that's not too far from the Solduck area between Solduck and Forks. There you go. So, yeah. Great. And Solduck is closed at the moment. It'll open again in May. May. Mm -hmm. In May. Because it's inside the National Park, correct? Yes. And it's up in snow area and yeah. they don't plow the road. Okay. Cool. Well, thank you very much. It, for that. Definitely <laughs> worth going when the roads open because those hot oh, yeah. springs and the waterfall and it's great up there. So, yeah. oh, okay. Now I can picture the area yeah. you're talking about because it was on my list of places we're going back to when we come yeah. back. Down. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Great. Beautiful area. Gosh, at the hot springs there, isn't there? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Gotta love them earth caches. Yeah. All right. And there's, there's, ca there's cabins and there's camping up there. So, fantastic. Nice. Great. Well, thank you for answering that uh, last minute question that just squeezed in there, Allegra and Mary. Thank you so much. And thank you guys for joining us on the podcast. Thank you. This was fun. Thanks for having us. You've been awesome guests. And we, a reminder, you're more than welcome to stay around after the credits here to join us for the after show. All right. Great. Thank awesome. you. Now, I want to take a moment to thank Landsharks, our corporate Denali level sponsor. Landsharks.ca is the outdoor adventure and geocaching store. Check them out online or go in person and visit their store in Victoria, British Columbia. They are open six days a week, except holidays. They ship orders online daily. Uh, and it is, I think we've passed last call, but it could be, you never know. You got to get in there for the Southern Caribbean Geocaching Adventure Cruise, January 20th through 30th. So if you've, uh, if you've already got that booked, I'm looking forward to seeing you on that cruise. And if you haven't, uh, well, you know, you can, you can call and ask and see if there's still a cabin. All right. We also want to thank our faithful Denali level supporters. That's Bounce Bounce, Team Squirrel, Limax, and WorldCaching.com. Folks, if you want to know more about supporting the show, click that Patreon link on the CachingNW.com website. And the last special, well, not last, but well, it's the last of the year, isn't it? That's, That's right. Year. All right. So a last shout out for 2018 to all of our patrons. Broncos fan for life, Sprouter Camp Clan, Tick Magnet, Kev Mac D, Subway Mark, Doramore, Dune Buddy, Kid Vegas 19, Geo Nav, Pros, Wino, Seattle, Acker Doc, Billy Robson, Genies, Antaeus, Keats 94, Trexer Zero, MC3 Cats, Kennel Barb, and our newest patron. <laughs> like, what do we call them? Uh, the anticipation my was killing me. <laughs> M-Nerve or M-N-Nerve? Uh, I'm going with M-Nerve, yeah. <laughs> 
MNERV. All right. Well, thank you, MNERV, for being the most recent patron for our podcast. Appreciate all of you guys. Thank you for your support every month. That's right. Well, this has been a great way to wrap up 2018. I think we covered all the ways to get in touch with Olympic Peninsula tourism. But Land Monkey, what about if somebody wanted to reach out and connect with you? Well, you know, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at LandMonkeyGC on Facebook. You can also look for LandMonkeyGC or Team LandMonkey. And of course, on YouTube, L-A-N-M-O-N-K-E-Y, LandMonkey on YouTube. There you go. Everybody was waiting for it. I had to do it. Uh, All right. 2018 is complete. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we've got, uh, we're, we're, I'm just about finished editing the first couple of videos for season two. So they're coming out fast and uh, season two will include my visit to the Olympic Peninsula geo tour. So that'll be in there. <laughs> awesome. Wits end, my friend. How about you? Right here Thursday nights. That's the best place. Otherwise I'm wits end on social media, Twitter, Facebook, or the geocaching.com message center. Chris, how about you? Well, I'm <clears throat> caching in W. Look for me on Twitter, Facebook. You can also find me at Caching in the Northwest on Instagram. That's, or, you know, Chris, Chris of the Northwest. Head on over to cachingnw.com slash hosts. Read our bios, find all those links we just mentioned, and a few that we keep secret just to make sure you go over there and look. Ooh. <laughs> Hang on, I gotta go look. Oh, wait, never mind. And for everybody, we want to thank you for taking this time to listen to Caching in the Northwest. You know, you can be part of the show. Give us a call, as we mentioned earlier, 253-693-TFTC. Leave us a comment, ask us a question, offer to take down our Christmas lights anytime, day or night, and you can always email feedback at cachingnw.com. Your support helps to keep quality shows coming. If you like the show, try it over to cachingnw.com. Click the Patreon link, would you please? You can also subscribe to this show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting application. This show is produced by Chris Umfenauer and Jay Kennedy and hosted by Chris Jay and Jim Paulwitz. The show is licensed for the last time this year on the Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 license copyright 2018 by Chris Umfenauer. Now stay tuned for the... uh, The after show. The after show. (laughs) That's it. That's it. I'm not doing that again this year. Okay. (laughs) You're all done. That's it the last time this year. (laughs) So folks, if you're new to caching in the Northwest, this is the after show. This is a time where we get to interact with our live listeners. And well, hopefully you're all living and listening to this, but those who are actually here when we're recording the show. Uh, If you've got anything to add, use the hashtag Fatas. That's for the after show. And we'll make sure it's, uh, it's answered. You can ask us just about anything. You can ask us anything. We may or may not answer it. Let me put it that way. <laughs> Seems fair. Uh, the first one comes from Iham, who says, have the monkeys left any caches for the rest of us at 2,999 <laughs> fines for the year? And well, are those just hard. earth caches? Uh, no, but we did hit 450 earth cache fines overall this year. That was just a little while ago. That's what we call insane. Well, I'm I'm trying to catch up with a certain earth casher down in your neck of the woods. So. Oh. Is this a person who's quite happy? It is a person yeah. who... Okay. Oh. It's not me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, Joy is my inspiration when it comes to earth caching, that's for sure. And... Uh, I know she just recently, well, I shouldn't say recently, it was about a year ago, she hit 500 Earth Cash fines. And nice. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Um, so, yeah. She's incredible. Just She is. She is. Yeah, she truly is inspirational. Her birthday is on the first. Yeah, we're going to an event on her birthday. Yes. So that is very cool. We'll send her your uh, competitive spirit. Yeah. No, send her my sincere happy birthday wishes. Okay. What you we'll do that. Bring those along. I She's such a delight to spend time with. She truly is. Well, we have a next, another fatas. This one comes from Wet Coaster. Does anybody, does, uh, I know one cache the land monkeys didn't find in Langley. What, uh, <laughs> yeah. th- there's a story here, land monkey. There's a story here. There's a, a D4 cache that was placed um, on Boxing Day. And, uh, a number of people DNF'd it, including the monkeys. We went and looked for it for about 40 minutes or so and, well, and ended up DNF'ing it. Boxing days like yesterday. Yes. Okay. 
And so, yeah, so we DNF'd and we're, we're not too proud to log our DNFs. I think every cacher should log their DNFs. Um, I but, logged a couple this week. But I would point out that Wet Coaster, uh, who is pointing this, is also one of the co-FDFers on it today, this uh, this afternoon. Oh. Uh, yeah. He, uh, I think he was actually the one out of the group who founded, if I understand the story correctly. So congrats, well, congrats to, yeah. to Wet Coaster and Green Words. And I can't remember who else was with them. I think London Girl might have been with them. But yeah, so they got a little FTF there in my neck of the woods. So congrats. That was apparently a really tricky hide. Is it a true D4? Is it a D4 or T4? I'm sorry. It was a D4. Difficult, okay. Difficulty four. And I, I don't know, I guess. Was we'll it a, a puzzle? A mystery? I mean, you had to... It's a traditional. Traditional. It's wow. It's a real tricky hide, apparently. Wow. Okay. There you go. If I was wearing a hat, I would take my hat off. Yes. Well, there we there go. There you go. Tip, Tip of hat. the hat. Uh, let's see. We have one from Brylang who asked, did anyone get any cool geocaching stuff for Christmas? Why don't, why don't we ask our, our guests, Mary or Allegra, did you guys get any geocaching related stuff for Christmas? No. Me neither. Yeah. Well, we haven't had Christmas yet. That's true. We yeah. haven't had our Christmas. So I guess we have for each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting. Catch the after Christmas sale. That's where you can get twice the Christmas. <laughs> when you get the 50% off sales, you're getting twice as much for the same Christmas that we all got. Bingo. Hey. <laughs> I uh, asked my wife after what a show a couple of weeks ago, when we talked about the Christmas wish list, wish list for geocachers, I went out and looked at the darn tough sock website and uh, my wife got me. Oh, let's see. Can I stretch it up there? Oh, there it is. Oh, Oh, I think I pulled something. That's it for <laughs> Um, Got me some darn tough socks. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah, so she actually got me three pair, each with a different percentage of merino wool. And um, sorry, I'm trying to put my shoe back on. And uh, <laughs> nylon. So we'll see. I, I've gotten um, feedback. In fact, we put it on the show that darn tough really does live up to their a lifetime warranty on these socks. So how can you go wrong with a lifetime warranty on a pair of socks? If they get a hole in them, you send them back. And I mean, what else are you going to do with a sock with a hole in it? There you go. True. Well, I saw the green words said that uh, she added to the hashtag Fatas. She got a new backpack with a water reservoir. So that's very cool. Ooh, I imagine nice. awesome. got that wet coaster, but that's cool. That's a very handy very handy gift to have. I'm yep. sure it'll get lots of use through the coming years. Exactly. Having that water with you is one of the 10 essentials. It is. And, it is. Uh, having that just on your back where, you know, it's the weight is evenly distributed and, and carry it all day long and take a hit when you need to. What's end? How about you, buddy? Uh, I got a nifty uh, uh, headlamp here f- from uh, somebody on the podcast. So hey. there you go. Nice. Very cool. That's the mono price. Uh, yeah. The mono price special headlamp, mm-hmm. the USB charge one. Those are nice. Those yeah. Are... Um, Dora, yeah. I... Dora Moore says she got a muggle for Christmas. I'm not uh, quite sure how to interpret that. Her daughter. Her daughter <laughs> for Christmas. The girl came home for a visit. She says, there you go. But that's, yeah. that's the best. That's the best gift. Exactly. Indeed, indeed. I was gonna say I got a I got a few geocaching related things surprisingly for Christmas. Huh. You? I know, right? Anything Earth Cache related? <laughs> um, in fact, there was one thing Earth Cache directly Earth Cache related. I got a, a field guide to rocks and minerals. Uh <laughs> as one is wont to have, yes. Yeah. I've already been reading through a good section of it and enjoying that that read. Mm. Is it erratic? Uh, parts. <laughs> Make sure you you read it carefully and don't take it for granted. No, it's nice. So, <laughs> um, so that was good. I got uh, a very exciting present. I got one of those uh, telescoping ladders, a twelve foot extension ladder that's telescoping. So it it's wow. It's only about um, just over half a meter tall when it's all collapsed down. 
Um, but it, those are really nice. It goes up to 12 feet, however many meters. I don't know how tall 12 feet is, but. Wait a minute. Mm. Wait a minute. It's half a meter collapsed and 12 feet extended. Yep. It's so huge. it's got to cross a border to do that. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It says 12 feet. So, okay, well, that's, you know. I know exactly how 12, how tall 12 feet is. Half a meter has got to be what? Eight, 10 feet? <laughs> sure. Something like okay. that. Mile and a half. Uh, no, <laughs> Chris, there's about three feet in a meter. So. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's about one and a half feet. I know. I just do this for the show. It's my little bit of, of not willing to accept the metric system. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool. So I got that. Um, I've got a, um, another, it's, uh, it's like the headlamp, um, that Jim has, but it clips onto your ball cap. Mm -hmm. Um, then it's USB charge, which is cool, but it also has UV lights in it. So that was pretty neat. That'll be night caches. Oh, wow. Wow. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, I got a few geocache related things. That was fun. Uh, what else do we have? MC3Cat uh, says I'm Imperial. <laughs> I am so Imperial. You are Imperial. Our Imperial Majesty. Um, I am had uh, asked about caching at the Torino Olympic venues. I think uh, he's taking a different uh, a different spin on the Olympic geo tour there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a little more international. <laughs> it's Olympic Peninsula Geo Tour. Ah, there you go. Uh, what else do we have? Um, MC Three Cat says he's finishing up the uh, Geo Tour, the Olympic Peninsula Geo Tour, on Saturday. Shelton, up to the a good day for a driver cash. Excellent, great, good. I'm trying to remember which one that is. Good day for a driver. <laughs> is that the one at the golf course? It is. That, that okay. sounds logical. Yes. <laughs> cool. Nice. Uh, uh, and I should have had this ready, but I didn't. Iham says he got his 500th cash for the year on Christmas. Awesome. Also a new wow, Lenstatic compass. What's a Lenstatic compass? Lenstatic compass? I don't know. I think we Lensatic. should learn. Lenstatic, you're right. Nobody, nobody who's on the show here knows what a lens. <laughs> no, Jim, not a clue. <laughs> no idea. Jim is usually our uh, our all arcane knowledge. The uh, images on Google search look just like the traditional military compass I've seen with the flip lid with the slot in it and the eyepiece. So okay, yeah. Well, there you go. Very cool. Well, that is awesome and good for you, Iham, that you know how to use a compass. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Many people don't. We should do an episode on how to use a compass. <laughs> we need a woman named Rose to help us. <laughs> uh, I saw in the in the chat. Uh, I got a facepalm. I win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scruffster uh, joining the show tonight. He says in the in the chat, I stole everyone's toys from their Christmas crackers to use as swag. So there you go. Oh, excellent. Uh, Oh, um, uh, a magnetic compass having a magnifying lens for reading the compass scale. There you go. That's what it is. Oh, I like it. As as opposed to a sylvan or map compass. Which are the ones I think you overlay on the the map. Okay. Okay. I said I should have had this ready and I didn't. Um, I don't know if I can. Let's see. Hold on here. Give me, you you guys just keep talking. I'll oh, figure something bounce, out. Bounce says he's late. So we, can we start the whole thing over for him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Caching in the North. That's right. Here, wait, uh, hold on. <laughs> oh, wait, no. <laughs> okay. I have uh, Iham's uh, voicemail. He called in. Oh, okay. Hello, Caching in the Northwest crew. This is Iham, also known as Dan. Hold on. Do you? Do you really? Yes. Yes, I have it. The suspense is killing But me. I have to pan something over to get it. Here we go. Hello, Caching in the Northwest crew. This is I am. This is making also great audio. Dan. I'm calling. <laughs> no, you don't hear it. Nope. 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 Oh, boy. 
Um, I'm sure it's amazing. You know what? It really is. Sign that up for next week's podcast. Hello, Caching in the Northwest crew. This is I Am, also known as Dan. I'm calling in a milestone I just found on Christmas Day, countdown to Christmas. Geo, geocode GC7DCCP for my 500th find of the year. Now, I know for the land monkeys, that's an average weekend, but uh, <laughs> this is the first time that I've ever found 500 in a year, and so I wanted to call in the milestone. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and we will keep on uh, cashing. There you Congrats. go. That's awesome. You should, uh, you should see the Google dictation or the transcription for that this, this is really quite interesting i can only imagine yeah that's awesome well congrats to i have that is 500 is a lot to find in a year that's yeah that's a lot of caching so that's awesome good for you guys hope you hope you really enjoyed getting out and finding all those caches because that's what it's about right so getting out there and having exactly a good time. Mm-hmm. and yeah enjoy yourself don't make it a competition because nobody can keep up with the land monkeys they're not human <laughs> no we have come from the future to find all your geocaches exactly follow me if you want to live <laughs> all right follow me if you want to cash that's right <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh oh hey guys it's already 10 o'clock i can't believe yeah, that time to wrap it up yep hey all folks right. thank you so much for joining us this evening and until next week get out and get caching in the Northwest.